Hey, welcome back to Freedom Speak. Welcome to Hour 3. I'm your host, Becca Marie, and you are listening to Conservative Talk, ABQ, KDAZ, 96.9 FM, AM 700, and listen from anywhere at Conservative Talk. ABQ.com. I want to invite you to check out my website, freedomspeaknm.com. You can listen to replay of this show and all the other previous shows. There is just a lot to learn um, that I've, it's, I talk about things and it kind of, it's kind of like goes in kind of a progression. Every show builds on shows before. And so I, I've been talking about these kinds of issues from the very beginning, and hopefully you're learning a lot from them. I know I've been learning a lot from them. I do a lot of reading to prepare for this show. I mean, literally, for a three-hour show, I will do probably over 10 hours of reading and, and, and show prep, at least, and it's been an incredible learning experience for me, and I hope it has been for you also. So, I'm here with my uh, really awesome guests, Charles Barnhart, Larry Marker, and Derek Scott. And we're talking about this recent election. And there's still a lot to talk about, and so we're going to do that. I want to talk about—I was talking about the pre-primary convention that so many of us patriots became delegates. We went there, we did that, and then we found out that because— Mark Ronchetti had got seven, supposedly got 7,000 signatures, which apparently were purchased, which I don't even understand that at all, because I know ballot harvesting is illegal. I don't understand why why signature harvesting is also not illegal. I, it, there are so many things wrong with the way this state runs elections. And, and I want to tell you that I blame this on the leadership of the Republican Party for doing nothing to change the way things are in this state, and I am calling for them all to resign and step down. You're all a bunch of losers. You've been losing for us continuously over and over again. It's time for you to go. It's time for maybe the Patriots to take over the Republican Party. Yeah, well, because the Patriots had better candidates— that were marketable to the left. They thought we weren't, but we actually were more marketable than you could ever imagine because our ideas actually aligned with a lot of soft Democrats and mid-Democrats, right? I say soft Dems and stuff. Yeah. This is a coding for data. On, this is a coding for data and how to collect data and where and where do you put your time and effort into the type of people you want to bring over to vote for you. Well, the the leadership of the Republican Party did nothing to bring us all together. No, they didn't. Absolutely nothing. I mean, right down to the failed Ron Ketty campaign, which, okay, we got stuck with Ron Ketty. Fine. If you're going to put him in there, at least try to make him win. You know, at least try to right. bring the put Patriots it. into the fold. At least try to bring a really, really awesome black man into your campaign and bring that block of voters in there too but you didn't do that why did you not do that i don't even understand the logic in this go ahead larry okay uh, another person we're not mentioning well one thing i have to mention about ant one of his best as one of his best attributes is he is a cowboy fan hmm. he's a dallas cowboy <laughs> there <fan>. you go <laughs> so you know that automatically he he's you know i'm on, I'm on his team but anyway uh what we haven't mentioned is Yvette Harrell. We had two campaigns that took all the oxygen out of the room, and both of those candidates folded like cheap lawn furniture in a windstorm. Yeah. Given the first opportunity. I love that analogy. Yeah. You come up with some really good analogies. It's the, it's the, it's the hick in me, you know. It's, it's the hick in me. We, 
a cheap lawn chair, a chair in a windstorm. Yeah, but. cheap lawn furniture in yeah, a windstorm, yeah. you know. Yeah. But but yeah, that. So we put all of all of the all of the assets of the party or whatever into those two races. A banker friend of mine. I mean, to me, this is a lot of money, and to him, it was a lot of money. He donated a little over twelve grand. Wow, that is to Ron Ketty. And he told me, he says, I'm a, I'm a, he said, Led, I'm a money guy, and I feel like I just wasted my money. Oh, yeah. You know, when it, when a guy's conceding at, what, 33% of the votes county or I whatever? Know. He, he, I was shocked <laughs> Are by you that. shocked? I know, yes. Thank you. I was embarrassed. Yeah, thank you. There you go. Yeah. I was deeply I was embarrassed too. and upset. Yeah. Because there is no way. See, but they're, they're so afraid of the left. I think this is it. They're so afraid of the left that they're afraid that if they – try to actually challenge the vote. They're going to get attacked. And, and oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. And so they're afraid of that. They are so afraid of being seen as somebody that might not believe, but consider that something nefarious has happened. Yeah. See, that's the sad part. He wouldn't even consider the nefariousness of it. He wouldn't consider that it was fair. And trust me, there's a lot of people in the Republican Party at the counties were saying there is no fairness happening here, right? But the state was saying, oh, no, no, we we're, we're, we're got it under control. We got it under control. C, 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 C. I'm serious. That's what constantly came down of like, it's, it's all fine. It wasn't that bad. Well, it, was, the, it was so yeah. bad. Here's one of the lines, taglines I was told. It was so bad it was good. The day before the election, a text went out from one of those packs. I'm scratching my head on that one. A text, a text went out, and it was a video of the two people, in, the two other candidates in my race, Garcia Richards and Jeff Bird. They did a video together talking about, well, there's three candidates for commissioner of public lands. Me and her, or me and him, are, are willing to accept the results of the election. But the third guy's not. Well, I mean, what? I mean, it was actually a benefit to me because what more does a write-in candidate want than to yeah. somebody texting out your name the night before an election? But I was shocked that the Republican Party let him do that. Yeah, that's not re- legal. It, it's they can insane. get actually in trouble. You can file a complaint with the FEC. It was and saying they were representing you without. It was. It was a pack that that did this. Some pack yeah. out of out of loss. Alamos or well, something. Well, so PACs can't speak for you without your yeah. author, written authorization. But the fact that they sent that out and they had that little video, go watch our video, it, it was stunning to me that the Republican Party's already declaring that this is this is a free, a free and, fair, and fair election. Uh, uh, and I'm so sick of hearing that with, yeah. with some of the it's, stuff that I've seen. No, because you could look at yeah. the other states. Like I said, Florida, I, I mean, we could have been Florida. Okay, but if we pl- if we didn't have a massive supermajority, we could have been Florida, but we have a supermajority, right? So guess what they did? They started changing everything, right? Well, Florida so where- counts, yeah. They count millions and millions of votes. Yeah. We would only have needed to count 700,000. 700,000, there you go. Well, yeah. look at the nonsense going on in Arizona right now. Okay, this, oh, yeah, is, this, is, the, this is the insanity of the Democrat Party, okay? They've got... They've got Two people running for governor in in Arizona. We've got Carrie Lake, which I think is an amazing woman. She's, yeah, she's she's really really well spoken. And she's holding she's, strong. She's she's well informed. She's a patriot. Yeah, and 
And on top of all that, she's attractive. Okay. <laughs> oh, you think she's hot? Okay, yeah. that's fine. Yes. Yes. We can't say that yeah, we're yeah. married. She's yeah, got we, the yeah. she's well, got the hot respect going on. So yeah, sure. <laughs> um, and, hey, you know, I mentioned that earlier in the show about looks. It's like, yeah, that does have a, a it does have does have effect. a determining factor. Yeah. It does. Okay, so she is running against somebody, which is currently the Secretary of State of Arizona, which can't even effectively run an election. Yep. I mean, they're still counting votes yep. for crying out loud. Because they're then, trying to and find then, fake And they votes, had a bro- bunch of broken voting machines that malfunctioned, and there were probably a lot of people that did that literally got disenfranchised. You hear the left talking about disenfranchisement all the time. What about all the people that got disenfranchised by the voting machines not working? And from didn't they didn't the uh, the court turn down the request to extend the voting hours to accommodate these people mm-hmm. that literally waited in yep. line for hours because of broken voting machines, yeah. or they kept feeding their ballot into the thing and it kept spitting it back out? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, talk about disenfranchised. My entire campaign, I started campaigning, gathering signatures in March. And the one phrase or the one sentence or the one objection I hear more than anything is, why should I sign that? And then why should I vote for you? Because my vote doesn't count anyway. I guarantee you, more than more than 75% of the people I talk to down in my corner of the state do not believe their vote counts. No, that's, that's, that's also in Albuquerque. As we were campaigning in the uh-huh. primary... Yeah. And and then especially when 2000 Mules, I said it on this radio program before, especially when 2000 Mules came out, I we just heard it all over the place. My vote right. doesn't count. Why do I why do I matter? Why does it matter? And then that's why we had the lowest participation in the primary. Well, yeah. And now the lowest participation in the state. Well, think about it. You have prop I don't know that man that made the movie. Okay? I'm not saying that that's not true. I'm not saying that that's not possible. But could he have really thought a little bit deeper, if he was a Republican and a conservative, could he thought a little deeper about the effect it was going to have on just the minds of people, well, not in the yeah, Democrat Party, yeah. in the Republican yeah. Party? A it lot, affected yeah. the Republicans only and independents. Yeah. I had so it's many people say they didn't vote for me. Okay, go ahead. I was saying... Uh, it's not his fault, the guy who made the movie about 2,000 mules, that it demoralized a lot of Republicans and didn't and, and made him not want to vote. Uh, he did what he should do by bringing out and showing us what was going on in these elections. Yeah. And, and uh, that, if the Republicans the don't have the guts to go vote— that's on them. Yeah. It was frustrating well, to go to have to well, deal the, with that. Well, the point, the point that I was wanting to make, I, I actually had to pivot my campaign. My treasurer is a big voter integrity lady. I was not completely bought into the whole, into the whole voter integrity. I, I knew there was issues with Trump, and believe me, he, he got robbed. But I did not know the depth of the corruption. But my campaign actually pivoted. I changed all of my literature, changed my billboards, I was trying to give people confidence to vote, you know, my message, you know, protect your vote, vote for me, write it in, which is another reason I went as a write-in. I'm thinking, okay, well, if people know that their vote, we're going to have a paper trail, we're going to have the tabulator tabs, I get to look at that, and then I get to compare that, then I get the adjudication logs, I get to look at their vote several different times on paper in several different ways. It's going to take a lot of work, but this whole thing is a lot bigger than my campaign and my, you know, yes, I would love to be the land commissioner. And obviously 
it doesn't look like I'm going to be that. But the bigger issue, the bigger picture, and I have to stay focused, not get off, you know, on my own self-disgust for getting my tail whipped, <laughs> if in fact that happened. But anyway, we actually pivoted my campaign to try to get people to vote. You know, even if you just go vote, even if you don't think, it, if, if, you, if, if using blue ink will give you confidence, then take a blue pen. I did. That's- that's yeah. so funny. I did. That's so yeah. funny you mentioned that because that's what me and my wife were doing on a constant basis, yeah. and so was our volunteers. Yeah. Was just telling them to just vote, to yeah, just if, vote, yeah. to just vote. And then we also would tell Democrats, "Hey, if you want to change your party, we gave them a little thing that they can do on their phone. They could do it on their phone and change their party and come and vote for the primary and all this other stuff." But just you know, give people confidence. Just gave that confidence. Yeah, we give them confidence. We didn't that put it down. If there is a cheat, we'll catch it. We'll you know, catch it. We'll, yeah. we'll catch it. Yeah. But just go vote. You know, whatever. If, I don't care if somebody has to stand on their head and and, and whistle Yankee Doodle <laughs> to feel more confident in their vote. Yeah, it doesn't matter as long as they go vote. Because because that you've was lost, the problem. Once you've lost confidence in voting for people, no matter the party, and it's happening to the Democrats too. Once you've lost confidence, you lose. Even if they're cheating and or they're not cheating or whatever we're you know what we're discussing. Mm-hmm. When you lose confidence in that that little mark is counted you you got a big problem well i mean you're there is no way like what my biggest worry is that these leadership just literally handed over the state to the most tyrant government we'll ever have because they own the courts and i mean that folks they own the courts they own the entire they own the whole state now i've had enough trouble in the courts i can promise you they own the courts yeah (laughs) they own the courts now they owe the district attorney the state district attorney's office, and we've already seen what he's done here in this in Albuquerque. He's gone after people that never committed a crime, and and prosecuted and adjudicated them in civil court for nothing, nothing. But yet here we are. We we're just gonna vote him in, even though he barely went won his own candidacy in the primary. He only had one percent above. Uh, Brian Colon. And Brian Colon, I kind of liked him. He was pretty good for being a Democrat. He was very more, I would say, center center left because he wanted to attack crime. He actually, and he even mentioned saying, you know, all you're doing is going after the boogeyman to Torres. All you're going to do in his debate, all you're doing is going after the boogeyman and not going after the murderers. Okay, I want to talk about something else that happened during this election that uh, really, really bothered me a lot, and that is the division among the conservatives. Mm, okay, yeah, this yeah. absolutely Ooh, killed yeah. us. Okay, yes, no, I when, agree. You know, I talked about how bad the campaign was that uh, Ron Ketty ran because he didn't include the Patriots, he didn't include Aunt Thornton, uh, he didn't he didn't utilize some things that he had that could have put him over the top. I really do think that literally, I think Mark Ronchetti snatched defeat from the jaws of victory. I really do think that. Now, especially with all the things we put in his quiver, yeah, we gave him all these arrows to fire. So, so let's talk about let's talk about something else that I'm sure a lot of people are probably wanting to hear me talk about. Let's talk about the Bodoni factor. Okay, yeah. so. I've heard people say, oh, well, it's, it's, it's Bodoni's fault that, that Ron Ketty lost. Well, not directly the way you might think. I'm going to I'm gonna tell you what my thoughts on this are. I mean, Karen Bodoni pulled, only pulled 2% of the vote, and, and, I, and I knew that's the way it was going to be all along, okay? 
But here's the thing, okay? Mark Ronchetti had plenty of chances to try to bring those people that were leaning towards Karen Bedoni over to his camp by simply being open and available and answering questions, which I mentioned earlier he did not do. This is why there was a group of people that went over to Karen Bedoni because they believe, and I completely agree with them, that the establishment does not care about them and that they do not have a voice and that the establishment doesn't care about freedom and liberty and all the things that we're constantly always fighting for. I agree with them on that. And this is why they were willing to burn the entire house down, vote for Karen Bedoni, even if it meant that the state would be lost, which it is lost now. And I don't agree with that way of thinking. Uh, yeah, I, I, say, uh, I, I, I don't agree with burning the state to the ground. Yeah. But now this is what we have. I hope you're going to enjoy that because here is what the cost of it's going to be. The cost of it is going to be your children are going to be the biggest thing, the biggest cost of this whole thing is that children are going to be indoctrinated with critical race theory. They're going to be indoctrinated with gender study BS. They're going to be fill, have their heads filled with stuff in which the parents are not going to know what's going on. There's going to be the mass slaughter of babies in this state. Now, if you don't care about that, I do care about that. And that, and that is one little thing that angered me that people told me, well, I don't care if we lose. And, and then, and, and then I, I want to go into this other thing, too. Okay? And I saw this a lot when, when Trump was president and with all of this, when all of this crap was going on with the Russian collusion nonsense and all the other attacks on him throughout his entire term as president— I had to hear people talking about these these theories on the Q posts and things like that saying, oh, there's going to be this big awakening and, and this and that and the other thing is going to happen. And, I, and I've been hearing people saying the same thing during the, the, the Bodoni campaign and during this election. It's like... That is not how many times do you have to make these predictions and have these predictions fail, fail for yeah. you to not ask to more not questions ask more and questions. say this is yeah. nonsense yeah. and I need to go Stop by more facts. It. Stop, Stop buying, buying into See, it. See, we have the right. We have our fringe right that believe in a lot of this far right stuff. And I mean that in a nice way, okay? Because I'm not saying, oh, you're terrible people like they say, but you are believing in something that is beyond acceptable right just like the far beyond, left beyond logic beyond logic beyond logic yeah. beyond logic yeah you're accepting something that just doesn't exist yeah so it's so, really actually obviously like i yeah. said right in front of us look at the absentee it is perfectly double every single candidate that's impossible because some candidates got some amount of votes and other candidates got other amount of votes but somehow they're still double there are plenty of facts out there to back up corruption that are going on. There's plenty of things for you to focus on. It's right Instead in of us. focusing on pie on the sky, actual conspiracy theories <laughs> that turn out to be false, and just continually buying into the nonsense over and over and over again. You have to look at reality here. Now, 
Karen Bedoni, I know her personally. I like Karen Bedoni a lot. As a matter of fact, and I've mentioned this before, during the original primaries and when people were out campaigning, Karen Bedoni, she's a patriot. She came to so many rallies, came and spoke, and she she did the work. She was on the ground. She traveled all over the place, and she traveled all over the place during her entire campaign. I have no doubt in my mind that she is not a patriot. She, She is a patriot. Big time. No doubt. Yes. She, she, no doubt. She's no one doubt. of us. No yeah. doubt. But at the same time, at some point, you have to look at the big picture and, and, and give up the fantasy that, oh, I'm going to get an overwhelming number of votes and I'm going to win this election. Or, or it, there'll be an awakening. An yeah. awakening. No, there isn't going to be an awakening. I can tell you, there are a lot of people in this state and in this country that are permanently asleep and they're never going to be awake and they show up to the polls and they vote for the person with the D or the R next to their name or they vote for the guy that they saw on TV predicting the weather because they know who he is. That, it, there is a a huge number of people that do that okay and as soon as it's you know as long as we have those kind of people it's not going to happen a third party is not going to happen it's not going to win yeah a third party always mucks up the mix <clears throat> because we're a two-party system and if you wanted to not muck up the mix you need four par- actually you need five parties yeah okay you need five parties Agreed. so how does this work so you need republican democrat libertarian maybe green party or something yeah. else well, but I'm just saying, you know, yeah, whatever yeah. it is, then independence. That means people that vote with no party and that are sponsored by the, the state and given grants to run. You see what I'm getting at? Yeah. And then you'll have an actual even system because you have the fifth there that is kind of the tiebreaker. Well, if, if you want to stick, if you want, if, and obviously we're not going to be able to go that far. And I learned a lot running as an independent, and I learned a lot about independent voters. It's, it's, this has been a, a really neat experience, and I've learned a lot about the Democrat Party. But if you look at the Democrat Party, they have divisions in their party, but they don't fight. The Republican Party needs exactly. to learn how to have those divisions, but exactly. not fight. Yeah, we need the what you know the the we need the far right people we need the conservatives in the middle and then we need the more moderate republicans but we we need to successfully do and almost threw up in my mouth when i said this when i even thought it we need to successfully do what the democrats have accomplished is they have those different aspects of their party and they don't fight amongst themselves the republicans need to do that if 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 what i the caucus or the establishment whatever you call it if they would have embraced the grassroots organizations like you're talking about, that's that's, that's where I was it, going. That's how it works. See, right. there you go. If they kept with their grassroots right. that we were building. That's the base. That's, that's the, the base, base of the Republican right. Party. Those they, are your yeah. really strong patriots. They're, the ones that knock doors. The right. ones that do right. all of that. And they just it's ignore them. It's not the them. fringe. It's not the center. It's the workers that right. want to Those work. are your grassroots groups. Right. So you yeah. guys are getting to the point of that I was working towards, okay? I don't believe that the the destruction occurred, you know, about the division in the party. The division, and it's not just the party. It's the division in freedom-loving patriots, oh, yeah. okay? I don't even call it the Republican Party anymore <laughs> because we're all so diverse. But, but you're right. Okay, we need to find a way to come together. Democrats, they come together because they're pretty much mindless, and, and, they, just, and they walk in lockstep, okay? So there's no actual critical thinking going right, on there. Right. On, with Republicans, for the most part, we're critical 
critical thinkers and we question things. Yes, but that's but the after problem. all the question the after all the questioning and the critical thinking is done, we have to make a decision and we have to come together on it, or we are never going to win. And what happened here, as a result of uh, of the Karen Bedoni supporters and the people that were going to uh, vote for the lesser of two evils and vote for Ron Mark Ronchetti is there was attacking going on between these two groups. Okay, this was literally making us yes. as a conservative group unpalatable for people that were sitting on the fence. Yes, see, I agree with you on that. I agree that Karen Bedoni yeah. shot herself in the foot. With that video. And that's why I think with that video, she did. She, I'm yeah. sorry, that was she bad. She went back yeah. and and corrected it, but it was bad. It, it was out. It, it, it it made her look like she was part of a conspiracy, and then everybody ran with it. Said, "Oh, she she working for the Democrats. She working for the mm. Democrats." I don't think she was. No, no I don't either. No, but no, no, but it made it look like that. And see, no. that's where you. That's why I told everybody. And remember that free advice I gave weeks ago: be careful with your social media. You don't, it's not the way to win. And I hope Karen's learned that. It's not the only way to win. Audrey Trujillo knew that. That's why she did so better this time. Yeah. She yeah. just ran a, a social media campaign last time for, uh, what was it, District 6 or District 11? I can't remember now. Um, it was it was, uh, it was was Corrales, so the district yeah. is in Corrales. Yeah. So she did it totally social media. She did go to events, but it was total social media, just and never-ending videos, rallies, all that stuff, okay? And she rallied, and you know, I had to point it out, and I hated telling her this, but she rallied in the wrong places at that time. She was rallying in, you know, in Santa Fe. Well, who's her voters? <laughs> Corrales. <laughs> so it was kind of a little difficult for her. But this time she ran a full-fledged campaign. You know, based on the fact uh, that she had... Very little money. Yes, she did extremely well. She did if extremely she would have, well. if she would have she had did. the support of yeah. the Republican if Party, the Republican they party, could have yeah. put her over the finish line. Yes, well, and see, here's here's the problem. Yeah. Okay, we had this, we had this potential, and I mentioned this early on. We had this potential of dream team candidates that if we would have put them together and presented them together and shared resources and promoted them all as a group, we could have won this thing. Well, see, they did that at the last minute. Three days before the election, they get a Trump endorsement for Mark Ronchetti. Well, and and then they yeah. and then they and then they uh, get this rally together the night before the like election. that's going to help at that point and, and yeah. introduce every the team and it was well, like you guys didn't yeah. do that. The for sides five are chosen months. way before then. Well, five months you should have been doing that. The, yes, the dream team. You're right. The dream team could have been put together, but it it goes, you know, even in in the pro life movement and and the, the anti abortion movement or whatever. Those people fight amongst themselves. Yes, they do, because they're very you know, independent people. And and that's that's, you know, let's. I don't know if we want to call the Republican Party the establishment, the caucus, or whatever you want to call them. They they do need to learn that the grassroots people are independents. They're yes. very, very independent-minded people. See, they look at Thank us you. as a nuisance. As they some, see me as you know, a nuisance. They yeah. do. They see yeah. us as a nuisance. Yeah. And literally, I, I I know this happened. There were like backdoor meetings between specific people that were running, and certain people were alienated. And I know this happened. And it's yeah. like this is the sort of nonsense that was going in the Republican oh. Party. They weren't. Prom they you know they should have been promoting all the candidates. We could have won big in this state. I really do believe we you're, yes. you're right. And it, it started, this actually started, this division started back 
in the pre-primary when a when a bunch of new when a they, they keep saying we want new blood we want new blood yeah they want a new blood but when I, you get new right blood you, you've poured out well, that, yes that, we, that's, that's we, what they did to the us. new blood showed up in mass we all we go in. there we voted we picked the people that we wanted to go forward and they just kicked them aside oh and you gotta understand yeah. i had a big patriot movement supporting me okay and that's how I got so many volunteers. I had really a lot of people volunteering. And yeah. the, the Patriots work. They don't mind they knocking work. doors. They'll do yeah. whatever. I mean, I've had ladies They'll, they'll do it whenever they can. Yeah. When they get off of work, Just, they'll be handing I had a friend. He'd get off work. He would hand out cards. Hey, do you know about Derek Scott? you know about Derek Scott? And he would just be handing out these cards that I made him. He's like, Derek, make me business cards so I can hand them out. Sure. Went out and made them. Here you go. So anytime a volunteer needed something, I organized that. And, and, and this is what drove me insane is that, like I said, how can I outperform other candidates? Almost all of them in Bernalillo County, but yet not win. It's well, a it's, big it's, question. You know, we can look at Solomon Pena. We can look at him. I know for a fact I went and knocked doors with him, and he was big on that, what's that, uh, campaign sidekick or oh, whatever. Oh, yeah, sidekick. Right. I he used him myself. That, and that, yeah. and, I mean, that kid was – I call him a kid. He's 39, but to me he's a kid. <laughs> and he's a good kid too. Anyway, he you know was, when you get to a certain age, everybody's a kid. Yeah. Hey guys, let's take a little break. We're okay. at, we're we're going to yeah. go into hold the it. last segment right after this. So hold that thought. Okay? okay, we'll be right back. Old man, look at my life. I'm a lot like you were. Oh man, look at my life, I'm a lot like you were. Oh man, look at my life, 24 and there's so much more. Live alone in a paradise that makes me think Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Genter from High Desert Chiropractic and Wellness. For 27 years, I've been helping patients by gently treating the root cause of their health issues, not just symptoms. Treatments include various chiropractic techniques and therapies, such as electrical stimulation, ultrasound and intersegmental traction, or the roller table. Let's help you be your best self by helping you achieve optimal wellness and maintain it lifelong. Located at 5310 Homestead Road, Northeast, call us at 505 292 Hello, I'm Dr. Dan Lafferty. And I'm Dr. Stephanie Z from ABQ Gentle Dentistry. Putting off a trip to the dentist due to dental anxiety? Let us ease your fears. At ABQ Gentle Dentistry, we are gentle from your first phone call with the receptionist to the dental chair for treatment. We offer oral conscious sedation, IV sedation, and nitrous gas. We have the latest technology to handle all your dental needs right in our office. Same-day crowns, 3D x-rays, 3D printing, digital intraoral photos, and laser technology. Let us transform your life by transforming your smile into a smile you can love. We also offer clear tray orthodontic therapy. You're part of the family here at ABQ Gentle Dentistry. Gentle is not just our name, it's how we treat our patients. We accept most insurance plans and also work with multiple lending companies to help make financing possible. Y hablamos español. We're located at 4550 Eubank Boulevard, Northeast, Suite 101. Give us a call at 505-292-8588 to begin your journey to an awesome smile. Or on the web at albuquerquegentledentist.com. Interested in getting your concealed carry permit? 
Perkins Protection Training offers state-approved concealed carry classes for both New Mexico and Utah, taught by a certified NRA instructor, local woman-owned and ran by husband-and-wife team since 2004. Individual coaching ensuring every student learns according to their individual needs, complete with pre-class and follow-up tutoring. One-on-one, -on -one, beginner, and advanced classes also available. Mention KDAZ for 10% off class. Call 505-238-1214. That's 505-238-1214. Or on the web at PerkinsProtectionTraining.com. At Los Ranchos Gun Shop, we support law-abiding folks learning to operate their guns safely. Some look at a firearm and see only weapons of war. If the mayor is telling the police to stand down when criminals act and release them into our community without consequence, well, who can you rely on to protect you and your family? Safety and awareness is what we preach and teach. It's your right to be safe in your own home and community. Take up the responsibility. No one else will do it for you. Stop by our new location, 6621 4th Street, Northwest in Los Ranchos, or call 505-345. 4276. Well, I won't back down. No, I won't back down. You can stand me up at the gates of hell, but I won't back down. Gonna stand my ground Won't be turned around And I'll keep this world from dragging me down Gonna stand my ground and That's I'll right, we're gonna stand our ground. Johnny knew how to say it. So, um, I'm your host, Becca Marie. You're listening to Freedom Speak. And you're uh, on Conservative Talk, ABQ, KDAZ, 96.9 FM, AM 700. And streaming online at conservativetalkabq.com, where you can listen from anywhere. So we've been having this conversation about the election, about the future of the state. Heck, it's about the future of this country. You know, we've had a lot of people that have fled to Florida. We've had people that have fled to Texas and Alabama and Oklahoma you know, we're getting this division going on. And I, I would imagine a lot of people are going to leave this state after this colossal failure. Yeah, a lot of Republicans. And, and we've, we've, we've kind of done it to ourselves. We have. We have. Yeah. You know, we have we've done it. We, we yeah. had 49% of the registered voters in this state did not show up to vote. Yep. We had conservatives attacking at conservatives yep you know calling each other's name fighting yep. back and forth um and then the point i i wanted to make on the karen bedoni factor on the uh last segment there is that there is a couple of things that didn't happen that should have happened at with that okay if we should have looked at the, the the Karen Bedoni supporters should have looked at this. I, I I know they were very being very idealistic, and it's like, oh, we have to stand for freedom and liberty. Hey, I've been doing that for a couple of years now. Yeah. I'm with you. I know I understand that. We do, but at the same time, when you're fighting a war, sometimes you have to think about the battle you are fighting, and decide whether or not that battle is a battle you should walk away from and live to fight another day. Amen. Amen. You know. One downside here is that I like Karen Bedoni, and I would have liked to have seen her win an election at some point, but it wasn't going to be this one. 
the, the cards were stacked against her in a massive way. And unfortunately, I think she has tainted herself so badly now after everything that's happened that her political aspirations are over. Yeah, see, and, 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 and that's sad. That's sad. That and is sad. That's so and, sad. And, 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 you know, what should have happened, and I'm blaming this on both the, her, her campaign and also on the Mark Ronchetti campaign, is that I hear no talk whatsoever of the Roundcaddy campaign reaching out to the Bodoni campaign saying, hey, you know, we agree with, with what you're fighting for. We, we stand for liberty and freedom, too, and we understand that. And we also understand that you have a significant amount of support. And, and even the ones that, that support her and didn't vote for her, um, it would have made them more enthusiastic as well. For the Ronchetti campaign to reach, reach out to them and say, "Hey, listen, we want you to join us. So, we 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 want we want to give you a position, a a very important position within our, uh, within our administration, and we want to work together. And I think that would have been another way that Ronchetti could have pulled in some more. Oh yeah, votes. if he would have went and put out a novelist branch and said, "I understand what you're saying mm-hmm. about me." But I, you're not right, and let me show you what we can do together. It, you know, I know you're on the ballot, so I can't ask you to do anything. But believe me, and I, what I would say, what I would have said is, believe me when I say, if you support me, I'll, I'll give you a position. Yeah. You know, it's not a quid pro quo. Yeah. I'm just asking, saying, hey, if 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 after the election, I'll bring you in. You know, I don't care that you're in the independent party. I'll bring you in anyways. Yeah. See, and I was kind of the same way in that sheriff's thing is like I was going to support the guy no matter what. I was going to support Paul Pacheco, and I did, and I endorsed him. Why did I do that? Because everybody got mad at me. I got some, you know, patriots that got really upset with me, and I said, well, hold on. I'm fighting for this state. Tell me where and me being an independent or something is going to make it better. Tell me me fighting Paul is going to make it better. It wasn't. I'm no, going well, I'm going to back the guy yeah. that won. Ultimately, it's going to get an evil democrat I, into office. No. Did I feel funny no. about the election that a couple other candidates as sheriffs said? Yes, I did. But I understood that Paul's still a good man. And yeah, he's more a politician, and trust me, I felt like he... I, I didn't say it then because I didn't want to hurt him or anybody else, but yeah, I didn't think he was electable at all. And so did a lot of other people in the... He's in low the, energy. ...in the power. Well, what, he's low energy. Yeah, yeah, what, we yeah. can do, what we can do moving forward, you know, what's happened, happened. Obviously, there's going to be a lot, of, a lot of turmoil over the results of the election, and we could go on for Forever. weeks yeah, about yeah. that. We really you know. could, yeah. And we will, but, you know, what? the only thing I'm going to say about that is... There's there's all kind of evidence. What we need to do is we need to now put that evidence into play. You know, yes. Solid it up, like the judge would say. Make sure it's proof. Make it presentable. Make it you know evidence that you can submit to a court of law, yeah. and get it done. That's all I'm gonna say about that. But as far as as where we go as conservatives, obviously at some point I'm I'm gonna get back in the Republican Party. You know, I'll lick my wounds, take my butt whipping like a man, and go on down the road. You know. Yes, sir. But That's uh, all we can do. That's yeah. All we can do. Yeah. But what I think is, is if we really think about it and, and sitting here talking to y'all and listening, listening to the different generations here, 
Not that you're that much no, younger. No, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> anyway, He's generation whatever you are. I'm an Xer. What what it's we okay. can do? What we can do is this would be a good time. We we need the Bodoni spirit. I, I, and I support Karen Bodoni 100. Yeah. percent We need the Bodoni spirit in in the Republican Party. We do. There we, you go. We we, we need the patriot. We need the, the patriots. We need the grassroots. This is probably a good opportunity for everybody to come together and say, you know what, guys. What's our platform moving forward? Let's get the pro-lifers in here. Let's get the let's get everybody yes. in here. Yes. Let's get together and say what is our platform moving forward? How can we include everybody in this? I'm not saying compromise your integrity or your principles. You never compromise those, but you need to be realistic. We, well, we so got our tails handed to us. Thank you. It's so embarrassing. That's, so that's my issue, yeah. and that's why I supported Paul. Was I'm being realistic. I right. don't want to be on right. the back outside yeah. of the wall pounding if he yeah. wins. Now we, we we're not going to be able to demand like like the establishment does. Like we're not going to be be able to demand that the Republican candidates bow to our every whim. We're just not no. like that. We're Americans. We we bow to no one but Jesus Christ. Amen. Okay. Amen I'm, to not that. Gonna, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bow to the party. Now if somebody comes to me with a reasonable argument or a reasonable you know, request or whatever, that's fine. But I'm never going to be the party's boy. And you're never going to be the party's boy. You'll never be the right. party's girl. That's no. just not the way we are. This so we is need why Republicans are not going to win, because you won't heal to the party. And you say, Thank you. You won't say, well, I don't like this position of the party. I don't like this candidate. I don't like this. I don't like that. But it's a Democrat, and I'm going to vote for a Democrat. That's it. Republicans no, don't do that. He's absolutely right. No, right. It's right. something that I've been trying to say is that in the Republican Party, we have to be realistic in how we're dealing with votes and how we're like, think about it. You know, we have to there's a lot of techniques that are legal that you can use that Democrats use, but the Republicans don't do to moral issues. Right. Morality, not legal morality. Right. I've seen this happen multiple times. But instead, they just held to their morality and said, oh, we got faith that it's going to be worked out. And I'm like, so if God wants you to move a mountain, but he hands you a shovel, you're not going to shovel? You're going to sit there and say, oh, no, I'm going to wait for God to work it out. I hate to tell you all this, but God stays out of politics. Thank you. <laughs> he does. And that's why there is no real morality He in stays it. out of football games, too. That's why the Cowboys haven't won the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. He stays out of football, too. <laughs> but do you, do you see what I'm getting at? But, yes, I still think our leadership has got to go. They have proven that they can't do it right. And they've proven that they won't listen to us who have handed them the ideas. I have proof that I've handed them great ideas and great directions and have made predictions based on if they didn't follow this path, here's what will happen. And I nailed the numbers every time. Well, I think that the main purpose of the party, the Republican Party, should be to bring people together, right, to right. find the common ground, find that common to get ground. people talking to each other. And they've been an yeah. utter failure it has. in it that has. respect. Yeah, the, all the, yeah, the Republic, the yeah, we've split our, we've split yeah. them up to go be independents. Yeah. yeah. Our party is so fractured. Convince yeah. me to be independent when running for sheriff. And I'm like, no, I'm going to go with the party because I'm going to need support. Well, even even Jay Block, he, you know, I, I told him, I said, well, I had to get out of the Republican Party. I was I was voted in as a delegate, but I had to get out before the before the pre-primary. I, I told Jay, I said, yeah, I'm not going to be able to vote for it. Pull out as an independent. He was, he was a little bit mad at me. I think he's still mad at me. 
over over pulling out of the Republican Party. I said, well, they didn't want me. I'm not going to beg beg somebody for a place at their table. Instead of saying, "Hey, we'll come," you know, come to the primary. Let's see what happens. You know, no, it was well. We we got our guy. We don't need to be locking new blood out when we're you know we're constantly saying, "Hey, we want new blood. We want new blood," and then kick them kick them kick them out curb. like they did yeah. to me. Like, yeah, you know, Trujillo. It, I, I honestly believe if the party would have got behind Trujillo, she could have won. She I was yeah. the only one, one putting yeah. her signs out down around Roswell. Jeremy Gay, I was the only one putting his signs out up until the very, yeah. very last. Audrey Trujillo and Jeremy Gay were never supported properly, and those are the two key things that we needed to win over everything else if we wanted this state to be fair. I'm really worried we're never going to win again. I that am we're going to get token... Because they need, they have to have well, a quorum. They have to have get, a quorum yeah, get up the, in the yeah. state. So they're going to give us our yeah. token ones, like they got John Block they'll get and the, others. They'll get the southeastern New Mexico, right. those representatives yeah, that never run against In my lifetime, yeah. perhaps you'll live long enough to see a Republican win in New Mexico. But That's if I stay you know, in New you're Mexico. Get, <laughs> like you said, you're going you're gonna to get those token, those token positions down there in southeastern New Mexico. And seemingly, the Republican Party seems seems satisfied they're satisfied with that with every that time. and then every other time we might get a, a vet herald elected every other time or, every now and then or what was the governor um martinez, martinez. Yeah. why did i screw that up yeah that that didn't help much yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. you know i think we have opportunities moving forward if you know like i said you know in, in defeat maybe maybe we'd be eat a little humble pie go to each other and say you know what we really don't like you personally but well, it's time to not have candidates yeah. that we – it's time to have real candidates. It's right. time for the Republican Party to really bring in the new blood, and I'm making that demand. Yeah. You guys screwed me. You guys screwed a lot of people I watched get run over by your candidates that you set up. I know it happened with – you know, I, I'm probably going to piss off Paul, and I don't want to do that because I do like the man. He's a really wonderful guy. But I don't know if what he knows was going on in the background like I did. There was people pushing him over me when I was talking to to the uh, people that run the the county. So you have the county, yeah. and you have these people that run parts of the county that are part of the Republican Party. Yeah, and they they're delegates, but they're also uh, leaders of those other delegates in their district. Right? I have a friend who's a delegate, a leader in his district. They were not even talking to me. They wouldn't call me back. They wouldn't invite me to their meetings. Remember, you got to understand, these people have meetings like once uh, once or twice a month. Okay, I wasn't invited to the meetings. I had to literally push myself into these meetings just to be able to speak my piece. And remember, this is for a primary. And they were, they, but they would hold up, the, but Paul got in, every single one. Okay, you got to understand that there is people even in our party that are playing games that are choosing sides before the vote. Right. And right. that's and, unacceptable at always. And, and plus And that has weakened that has weakened it's the party. Weakened us yeah. it immensely. Has, it has weakened because the party. here I was really begging and talking and working hard and I still got a lot of votes. I still got second place over two other candidates I was running against. Three other candidates and I got almost thirty percent of the vote. Okay, Come I'll, on guys. Can you we know, touch like, can we touch on abortion real quick? Yeah, let's yeah. go to the abortion. I heard, be, be I, heard, I heard yesterday, and I won't tell you the, all the details, I heard yesterday that one of the uh, Democrats is putting a bill together to codify abortion. 
Now, that was the big fear of the Republican Party, which is why they fought me in my battles against the Bull. Oh, you're going to stir the base up. You're going to stir the base up. Well, my my comeback to that was, you know, you're not going to make Wuhan any more or any less evil with anything you do. Yeah. She's maximum evil as it is. Oh, yeah. So now, instead of being scared of what they're going to do, what they're going to, we need to figure out a way to challenge challenge that build that that's, you know, for sure is, is going to be coming up. I believe it's probably going to be statutes. I don't think they're going to go for a constitutional amendment because that's going to have to be voted on by the people and would take two years. I do have a hearing coming up on that petition for a declaratory judgment, trying to get a, a judge to give me an order, a ruling that there actually are no laws in New Mexico right now. And there are. It should be a simple deal, but the state's fighting really hard on it. But anyway, if uh, if 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 they try to codify or try to make statutes that make abortion legal, we just need to make sure that, we, that we're prepared either to put it up for a referendum. They're going to try to say that it's a bill for the preservation of public peace, peace, health, and safety, which by law you can't put up for a referendum. But the, the advantage we're going to have is to have a bill designated as that, it has to get two-thirds majority in both chambers. So if we can at least keep it from getting the two-thirds majority in both chambers, then we can put it up for a referendum. We're going to need a couple hundred thousand signatures, so we would need to get on this pretty quick. What about gun issue? Gun issues, because you know. you know what they're going to bring in, the storage law, all They're going to bring stuff. that, and you know, when the Democrats really want to accomplish a lot outside, they'll bring up abortion and Second Amendment. And everybody's focused on that, much like Ron Ketty and, and Harold. Well, not to right. mention they're going to try to slip a gun registry they're in registry, it, but they're yeah. not going to call it a registry. Right. Yeah, so there's there's a, there's a thousand things that are going to happen. I don't I don't think it's it's a total loss, but we are going to have to get involved early in the legislative session. We're going to have to go there. I mean, we're, we're definitely going to have to be involved. And a referendum is a legitimate process. <laughs> I've well, been doing it for 12 years. Well, the, the, referendum, do it again this year. the referendum is a legitimate process. Oh, if yes. We're, if we're organized, we can put a lot of these up for referendum. We need a lot of people. If we can keep from getting the two-thirds majority. But you know what they're going to do? They're not going to let us back in the state capitol again. You know, well, and this, this, this stupid... Uh, streaming crap they're doing. They give us less than one minute to uh, speak. And, and then they it's cut totally, your mic off. And then yeah. they cut your mic off. Yeah, yeah, if you start saying anything out of their norms, you're gone. You're well, gone. Well, this is why... The, and that's, that's illegal. It's this, against our First Amendment rights to grievance our government. This is why that they want to continue this state of emergency, okay? The... the the governor wants to keep the state of emergency going on forever because she can get away with all kinds of garbage, right. like keeping people in fear. Oh, well, we got to have these Zoom meetings. We can't have these meetings in person because you might die from the Rona. You know, they, that's why they want to keep the state of emergency going on forever because it's so far reaching. It involves so many things. It involves not being properly represented when you go to court. Hey, Judge, what what's your thoughts on that thing about these Zoom meetings, about preventing you from actually facing your accuser they're ridiculous yeah I, I would you even say that it's it's unconstitutional it 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 keeps you from being able to face your accuser thank you yeah and even in the civil I have a lawyer that I work for I have a lawyer I work for and because we can't face that accuser it's been really difficult to prove innocence because they just can lie. 
They can get on the stand or, or get on and lie. And then, oh, my camera's not working, so you can't even see their face. So, you know, that you just get their voice. So that it's easy for them to lie. It's so easy. But when you put him in the courtroom and you put him with a judge and you put him with these two people, man, I'm telling you, it changes your mindset. It's, and you go, it's, it is, ooh, yeah. I need to be yeah. a little more truthful. Even in the, even in the, civil, in the civil courts, right. you know, and I had several civil prior to this. You know, and, and as you know, you know, I've been in and out of court over the public health emergency and then went to citizen petition for grand jury and the, the whole nightmare that all this has been, even the referendum went to court over that. All of those Zoom hearings, when it even when it's civil, it's not the same it's not thing. It's not the same. No. It's simply not. And the judge the, isn't even held to as high of a standard. Thank you. You know, no, none judge. of us. Are, look, I mean, you know, miraculously they let Coy have that, or they let, they had Coy's trial. Coy Griffin, I call him. Coy Shane. Griffin. Yeah. That was disgusting. Yeah, see, they had, totally that, they had that in person. Derek and I talked about that. Yeah. I went through that entire ridiculous rant of a ruling. Right. That, that, that it, it, was, it, was, it was just disgusting. It was a disgrace. But I can't believe any judge would do that. Any and judge call that, other people that weren't yeah. even part of the case. And call that yeah. professional behavior. And not only that, but in a civil court hearing, the judge removes an elected official from office. I'm going to keep saying that because that is really, really wrong. It, it is wrong, and New Mexico set a bad precedence with that, and I promise you that's going to, that's going to turn around and bite them. Oh, it's totally going to. Yeah. It's totally going to. It will because turn with that precedent, that, that makes it possible for a judge in any civil hearing to basically remove any political official from office. It, it hey, why don't it, we yeah. remove MLG from Why don't we yeah, bring we a do civil suit thing. against MLG and remove yeah. her from office? Well, I didn't or, even or think about that. Now yeah. we could do the same thing. Why doesn't somebody file a petition for Cole Warranto against the Secretary of State for violation of election laws? Well, yeah. here, here's another thing. Funny you should bring that up, okay? All of this stuff— <laughs> How is it okay for the sitting Secretary of State, which is currently running for re-election, to not recuse herself from any involvement in the election, being as that it depends on her re-election? Yeah, I, I, I don't understand. I don't understand that. how she has. Gets how is that not a conflict of it? interest? It's a massive conflict of interest. In a, in a, any legal, it, to me, any legal standings that I've studied over the years. It's a massive conflict of interest. Right. But it's also not because, as I've studied, you're a politician that runs for that office and you got to run it and you still got to run your campaign. So it's it's kind of like you're mixed in between. And don't get me wrong, if the FBI wasn't so corrupted now, they would have caught any shenanigans from her. But And they claimed that they had the people from the Justice Department watching down here. I didn't see any of them. Well, if... if- if she can still run a campaign, why can't the legislators collect money while they're in while they're in oh, session? Oh yeah, that I can never understand. But but yet, Maggie but yet, can still run a still full, run cam- a full campaign, full campaign yeah. while she's while she's still in, that is in just her so office. incredibly messed up. Oh yeah, so it is, and they use it every time. They they have a session of nothing so that the Republicans can't make money. I'm serious. We saw Stephanie had to fight it every time. Well, that's actually what kept that's actually what kept the governor from calling a special session and, and codifying abortion like the Republicans were so scared of. They said if you keep messing with this after Roe v. Wade was overturned, they said if you keep messing with this, she's just going to have a special session and codify uh, codify abortion. I said no, she's not because this is an election year and, and they're going to have money. to quit yeah. raising money. This yeah. is stupid. You guys should know that. I'm not even a politician, and I knew. Yeah, that. I knew that. 
Yeah, I knew that. So, I knew it also with guns and other issues. Yeah, that there's just things that are not going to happen this year. That and I yeah. told everybody, I said we're really going to have to fight next year, but no I, matter yeah. who gets elected. But I guess bottom line is, where do we go from here? We, we've got to get a direction. I bl- honestly believe the Republican Party needs to just take, take our, you know, take our tail whip and take our butt whip and like me and I'm. Well, obviously, I, um, I will get back in the Republican Party and eventually. maybe hire some new blood. Yeah, get, so guys, we're almost out of time. So. Yeah. Don't we get a new leader? Don't doesn't the Republican Party have an election yes, in December yes, for a new leader? Yes. Yeah. So yes. this go. is what we need to focus on right now. Got to hurry up. We need to focus on bringing in new blood into the Republican Party. And Steve Pierce and and what's Skaggs? What's her first what's, name? Uh, I don't know who you're talking. I don't about. know her first yeah. name. But anyway, she ne- th- these people all need to step down. They're, they they failed in a major way. They need to step down. Okay, we appreciate the fact that you were in there and you did what you did, but now it's time for you to step down. It's time for someone new to come in and try to do something different. We need to come together as patriots and conservatives and 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 you know this division that has happened as a result of this election, you know, with with Bedoni supporters trashing uh, people that yeah, are like that was, voting for the lesser of two evils, and and, and you know, all all yeah. of that and needs vote, to yeah, vote stop. Your conscience. Yeah, vote your conscience. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, and <laughs> that's got to stop. You know, so we need to we need to pull together somehow. We need to figure out, and we need to have a party that helps bring us together. You know, that figures out a way to unite us and. Everybody that is running, that gets on the ticket, they need to be supported by the party. We need to all come together. They all need to get mentioned. They all need to be included. When we have these meetings, everybody (laughs) needs to be involved. We all need to be on the same page. We need to run as, like I said, we need to run as the dream team. Vote for Becca for the head of the Republican Party. (laughs) Yeah, well, she is a delegate. She can run. I don't know if I want that job or not. Well, so, the other there's somebody so, that I like that I know quickly. I, uh, John, uh, gosh, what's his name? He's the uh, the president of the Bernalillo Power. Yeah, hair. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So John, you know I all of these all of these her, slogans that the Democrats on. and no, the left wing has on, has been using for years. My body, well, my he's choice. The one brought in resist this. bodily autonomy, freedom of choice. All of these things. We have shown that that's all just a non, a bunch of nonsense for them. They don't really mean it. It's it's all code speak for killing babies or whatever else they want to do. So the thing is, is we need to really fight. For, let's let's own those let's own those slogans. I've started doing it. My body, my choice. Yeah, yeah. I completely agree with that. Yeah. Do I believe in resisting? Yes, I do. I have been. Do I believe in bodily autonomy? Yes, yes. I believe in that too. Do I believe in freedom of choice? Absolutely. Okay, so let's come together. Let's work as a team. We're so gonna, I yeah. want to, I want to, I want to plug my advertisers: Perkins Protection Training, Los Ranchos Gun Shop, High Desert Chiropractor and Wellness, ABQ Gentle Dentistry. These are all people I do business with. Please, please, let's 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 patronize them. Do you own a freedom-friendly business? Advertise on this station. Send me questions or comments to Becca at freedomspeaknm.com. Check out my website, freedomspeaknm.com. Check out the podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, iTunes. Like, follow, share far and wide. Freedom is essential to everyone. Liberty and freedom are rights, not privileges. It's time to stand up and tell the Marxists and those pushing the woke agenda, hell no, we won't comply. We are the resistance. <laughs>